एंड वेलकम बैक आई एम वैशाख एंड आई एम चोल्ड मे बी यू ऑलरेडी नो दैटे आई एम गोइंग टू रीड फॉर क्रिसमस कैरल मे बी यू हैव ऑलरेडी लिसन टू द पार्ट वन आई होप यू डो सो टूडे आई एम गोइंग टू रीड फॉर यू द पार्ट टू When Scrooge woke up, the room was dark. The old mouse squinted. Where was he? Oh yes, he was up asleep in bed. The memory of Marley's ghost hit him like a lightning bolt, and Scrooge sat straight up immediately listening for the slightest noise. The clock chimed 12 times. Scrooge jumped. It was already midnight. He got out of bed and began to pace the room nervously without knowing why. Then he found himself at the window, peering out in the cold, dark night. The fog was so thick, Scrooge could barely see a thing, but he could tell that the street was deserted. and all the lights were out scrooge could feel the chill of the night deep in his bones the clock sounded 12:30 scrooge heard and he remembered what marley's ghost had told him at one o'clock the first ghost would visit him alarmed scrooge got back in bed and wait 20 minutes to go then 10 then 5 It's one o'clock," cried Scrooge as he leaped out of bed. Scrooge was just about to laugh with the relief, and nothing had happened when the bed curtain spotted and a small pale hand appeared. Scrooge gasped, his heart in his throat as the curtains opened. Also, the ghost appeared. She looked like a child, but with her long white hair. Well, down around the shoulders, she wore a pale tunic decorated with flowers, and she had a shiny belt tied around her waist. Also, the clothing was very light. Didn't seem to feel the cold, but the most surprising thing about the ghost was the strange head covering, which resembled a candle snuffer. A bright ray of light that radiated all around us. Who, who are you? Cruzetta, Ostrak. by the dazzling vision I am the ghost of Christmas past she replied her voice was so sweet and soft it sounded as if she were very far away and why are you here the old mouse the ghost gently grabs Scrooge by the arm i'm here for your happiness she replied with a smile then she led him to the window don't make me go out there 
squirrel squeaked, suddenly afraid. It's cold and dark and I'm only in a night shot. I might fall. Shh, the ghost shushed him. You won't fall, you just need to rely on this. She took his paw and placed it over his hand. Then she squeezed it softly and together they passed right through the wall. Do you remember Scrooge? Scrooge couldn't believe his eyes. Oh my! He cried, astounded. Logically, he knew that the city street full of shops and gnomes was on the other side of the wall. But instead, Scrooge found himself in the snow-covered countryside. And it wasn't just any landscape either. It was a place he knew well. I grew up here! He shouted. I was a mouselet here! Do you recognize this road? The ghost of Christmas past asked. Scrooge looked around. Do I recognize it? He asked. Why, I know it with my eyes shut. Ghost gave him a sad look. How strange. I under you just now you seem to have forgotten it, she remarked. Scrooge brushed it with shame. It was true. He hadn't thought about his use in so long that it almost seemed to belong to someone else. As they walked along, the old mouse recognized every hedge, tree, and gate. She even recalled all the bends in the river and the picket fences. Very old schoolhouse and saw several mouselets streaming out from the first drop. But none of them noticed Scrooge and the ghost. They're just shadows, the ghost explained. They may seem real to you, but they are ghosts, like me. No! Scrooge squeaked, looking all over the little street. I know them all. There suddenly clouded his vision, and a wave of memories washed away. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! The mouse let squeak happily to one another before they rushed home. Only one mouse remained in the classroom. Scrooge recognized himself instantly. Little Ebenezer was intently studying mathematics. He seemed so sad and lonely in that empty classroom that the old mouse felt his heart ache for his younger self. I remember staying and studying after everyone else had left. He murmured. I never went out to play with my classmates because it seemed like such a waste of time. Deer ran down his wrinkled snout. Embarrassed, he quickly brushed it away. 
the ghost of Christmas past watched him closely. What are you thinking about? she asked. Scrooge bowed his head. I'm thinking about a little mouse was singing along my street tonight. I avoided him so I wouldn't have to give him money. But now I wish I had stopped to listen and gave him a dime. It was right. It's too late for that, I'm afraid. But let's go on. We have another Christmas to see. It's Christmas, brother! As soon as the ghost of Christmas past spoke, little Scrooge began to change right in front of Scrooge's eyes. He grew and grew until he looked more than a young mouse than a mouse fit. And though he had changed, the classroom was still the same. One of the paint on the walls was cleaning a bit more than before. Young Scrooge was no longer seated at his desk. Instead, he was walking back and forth as if preoccupied. Suddenly, someone threw the classroom door open. A happy mouse lit in a pretty blue dress dashed in like a little tornado. As soon as she saw young Scrooge, she threw her arms around his neck and covered his nose with kiss and kisses. Brother, brother, she squeaked happily. It's Christmas. What are you doing? Here, it's time to come home. You're right, little fan, young Scrooge said tenderly. I studied enough for today. Then he hugged his little sister and she snuggled her head into his neck and laughed contentedly. Old Scrooge couldn't hold back an affectionate smile. Dear little fan, you're truly kind, wasn't she? The ghost asked. And she had such a big heart. Yeah, she was a wonderful mouse, Scrooge agreed, moved by the ghost's kind words. But she's no longer with us. She's a family too, didn't she? That's the ghost. She's just my nephew. The old wolf stuttered awkwardly. He came to see me this morning, but Scrooge trailed off as he recalled how he had treated Fred. He had been so cold and unpleasant to his dear nephew. After all, Fred was his only family. And he embraced him. As fan had done to him. When he was a young mouse, Scrooge dropped his paws into the pockets of his nightshirt last month. That was heavy and he felt very tired. And now what time to celebrate? Scrooge was lost in his thoughts when he realized the landscape had changed yet again. The school and the countryside had become a busy city street. Passers-by rushed around carrying boxes and bags while carriages dug along deep tracks in the snow. 
What's Christmas Eve? And the streets were brightly lit and decorated with sweet smelling rats tied with red ribbons. The ghost of Christmas past that's close to the door of the shop. Do you recognize it? She asked him. How could I not? Scrooge replied. Instantly, I worked here as an apprentice. It's my first job. In a moment, he crossed the threshold. Scrooge saw an old gentleman in a wet seat. That's so high that it's worth Best the ceiling. My word, that's old Fezzerwick! He squeaked excitedly. Fezzerwick put down his pen and consulted the time. It was 7 o'clock. He rubbed his paws together eagerly and called out, Ebenezer! Dick! Come! A 20-year-old Scrooge and another young mouse about the same age entered the room. And that's Dave Wilkins! shouted Scrooge even no one could hear him. Who's our youngsters? cried the merry Fizzlewick. And now what? It's Christmas Eve. Come on, close your books and let's get ready for the party. Let's clear away these ledgers and papers and sweep the floor. Quickly! Fezziwick encouraged them. Spinning from one side of the room to like dance. The guests will be here soon. An hour later, a fiddler knocked on the door. May I? He asked politely. Why, of course! Come in, come in! Fezziwick greeted him warmly. Make ourselves Make yourself comfortable over there. A bit of music is just what we need. They were quickly joined by dozens of guests. Everyone was eager to warm their paws by the fire and catch up with old friends. There were drinks and delicious food, followed by the most delectable sweets. Everyone brought something to share. And everyone got a taste of something on this joyous occasion. When the music began, the guests broke into couples and began to spin around the shop as they were in a ballroom. No one knew the steps and everyone stepped on someone else's box. But instead of complaining, Mike just laughed and continued to waltz around us. When the clock struck 11, the guests went home, exhausted and happy. What's wrong, Scrooge? As he watched the party unfold around him, Scrooge stared at the scene, his eyes wide. I will deep. As it had happened in his past, the happiness 
the friendship, the excitement, Scrooge had a strong urge to run around and hug Elmer. I remember you. Oh, what wonderful times we had together! But he didn't do it. He was too old and hardened by life to let his emotions run free. What's wrong? The ghost of Christmas past. Scrooge couldn't answer. That Pacific was a real lazy mouse, wasn't he? The ghost continued shaking her head. He should have been working hard, but instead he was celebrating. But it was Christmas Eve, Scrooge replied, and he was a wonderful boss. He was always so kind and generous. The pay wasn't much, but he always treated us well. He stopped suddenly. What is it? asked the ghost. Scrooge put his paws in his pockets and hung his head. Oh, it's nothing really, old mouse mumbled. It's just that maybe I should have been pointed to my employee. Bob Cratchit was nice. Didn't even know it's an amazing small fan. Oh, but that's all nonsense, right? Isn't it? Nonsense! Repeated old Scrooge ashamed. I did say that, didn't I? But now I. Enough chit chat! We must hurry! The ghost interrupted him. My time is ending! Scrooge blinked. A new place appeared before him. Then he saw a new mouse whom he instantly recognized. Money! is the most important thing. It was a beautiful, graceful young mouse with a sweet smile. Old Scrooge felt his heart leap as soon as he saw her. And he saw a younger version of himself as standing beside her. The pair was in a park talking. It was springtime and the snow had all melted. What's the matter? Bell? Young Scrooge asked. Sounding annoyed. The young man bowed her head in a ginger man. It's him. And she was like she was about to cry. Someone took my place in your heart, dear Ebenezer, she replied, or rather something. Nonsense! Young, the young shrewd replied, and what might that be? Hmm? Belle looked him straight in the snout. Her bright blue eyes were brimming with tears. Money, Ebenezer, she said. It seems to be the only thing on your mind these days. Nonsense! Nonsense! muttered the young Scrooge. He paced back and forth nervously. I'm simply trying to earn as much 
as possible so that I can build a life with you. Don't you understand? But world her hair and shook her head sadly. You're the only one who doesn't understand Ebenezer, she replied. By the time you own enough money to make yourself truly happy, it will be too late for us. Don't you remember how happy we used to be? When we met, we were poor, but we shared everything. You worked hard thinking of our future and you asked me to marry you. And everything changed. We can't get married if I am not rich. Young Scrooge snapped back. I want to be able to take care of you and give you a good life. Don't you want to live in an elegant house with everything you desire? Bill looked at him with compassion. Poor Ebenezer. She murmured. She took her spurs and held them in her own. Do you really think I want to be rich? That money you can buy happiness? You've changed Ebenezer. You've become greedy. You've forgotten the most important thing. Money is the most important thing. Scrooge burst out in exasperation. If you can't see that, then maybe we should part the ways. Belle brushed away a tear. There was nothing to be done. Not long ago, young Ebenezer had been a mouse who happily enjoyed the same simple things she had but the desire for riches. I had taken over his heart. You're right, Ebenezer. He replied sadly for you. Money is the most important thing. I wish you greater happiness for the earnings that you would have found with me. If you think of me years from now, know that I loved you very much. The young Scrooge nodded curtly and Belle walked away. As old Scrooge watched the memory, he felt a sharp pang. He remembered his younger self at that time. He had pushed aside a tiny voice that told him he was letting a precious treasure slip away, but his greed had been stronger than his love. Bill, Scrooge whispered, My dear Bill, I always loved you very much. I shouldn't have let you go. Lay me in peace, ghost. The scene changed again. 
Scrooge and the ghost found themselves in another place. A small room that was shabby but full of warmth. The little stove and the furniture and the face of the beautiful mouse. That's Bill! cried old Scrooge. But the ghost of Christmas was so turned. Look closer, she urged him. Scrooge looked again. He saw that even though the mouse assembled Bill, but it is Margaret her and fat Bill was sitting right beside the younger mouse. She was much older than Scrooge remembered her, and it looked like the mouse next to her was her daughter. The bear was surrounded by a crowd of rowdy mouses. The little ones ran around the room, laughing and shouting happily. Suddenly, the door flew open, and an old mouse came in. His arm was full of packages covered in simple brown paper. Clearly weren't expensive gifts, but the children immediately threw themselves at the newcomer as if he were Santa Claus himself. Papa! Papa! They shouted, What did you bring us, Papa? They grabbed on his tongue, rummaged in his pocket, and dug their arms and legs. Calm down, little ones, Bill cried, laughing. She cuddled up them lovingly. Give your papa some room to breathe. His fur was messy and his clothes were rumpled, but his large brown eyes. Sparkled like the sun. When his mouse lit her, I identified his own, her own package. The mouse collapsed into a chair, exhausted. The smallest one went over and climbed into his lap, hugging him tightly. And Scrooge felt heartache. Old only admired Bill. Rather than worrying about earning money, then he might have been the one receiving such a sweet embrace every night. Enough, enough! Scrooge shouted, putting out his voice. Leave me in peace, Peter! Please take me away! Why do you keep reminding me that my life is so sad and lonely? The light emanating from the little ghost, so I understand. Let Scrooge squash down the hat on her head as if to extinguish it. Then as quickly as she has appeared, the spirit disappeared. Scrooge was back in his bedroom. Exhausted, he climbed into his bed and fell into a deep sleep.